is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Meyer. All right. This is the On Call Podcast. Uh, This is episode 13. We are living the dream. I have myself a six-pound Italian greyhound sitting on my hand because she needs the warmth because her paws hate to be cold. I am the velvety-voiced Virgo you guys are listening to right now. If you need help to sleep, just send me a message at oncallpod.com and I will guide you, ease you, work my way in, and I will haunt your dreams with the the velvety voice. I'm joined this episode, actually, by my, my, my glorious blonde pregnant wife, Nicole, and the Wonderful, tech-savvy superstar, Lowell. How are you doing today, Lowell? The brains of this operation. I'm doing good. Amen, brains. And uh, That dog looks uh, straight up nervous, man. Is they, does she, she always look like that? She does. She's not nervous. She's not shaking <laughs> at all. She's just ready for something. Oh, yeah. That's like the smallest dog I've ever seen, I think. I might send Nicole to uh, give a little pour for our homie. I don't, I don't know if it's dog abuse, but she truly loves this Isla well, oh, Mirada beer. It's oh, yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, no. So uh, what are we going to be discussing today? Well, my friend, today's episode, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk about prodigies. It's one of the things we're going to talk about. I have a kid on the way and uh, I've been listening in researching after hearing something and uh i was wondering if it is possible to create a prodigy and nicole actually talked about not wanting to she wants a normal kid all right so i can talk a little bit about this this is exactly what my upcoming show is about is essentially can you create a prodigy is it born or are prodigies born or are they made? It's the question. So uh, I guess in the past, there's this guy, Anders Ericsson, and he came up with something called the 10,000 hour rule, which is that the magic number is sort of 10,000 hours of practice, deliberate practice to master something. And deliberate practice is different from practice in the sense that if you go out and play golf, you could go play golf for 10,000 hours And you might not be that much better than when you started, but if you deliberately try to get better, as in focusing on things that you're poor at and have like a coach review it, um, you can get a lot better. So, but their theory was is that like genetics, inherent talent matters not at all. It's all about deliberate practice. And so... David, you look like you have something to say about that. A uh, 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 question, because uh, the child psychologist, I've also heard that there's a, a peak. There is a the max. So if you have two dumb parents, is it possible to still create a prodigy because there's, there's a cap on what they can do? And then... Yes, there, it is actually, because oftentimes the prodigies are smarter than their parents. But when we're talking about a prodigy, we're referring to a person, a child, who is an expert in one specific domain. So like a genius, a kid that, like I interviewed a kid the other day, and he's graduated college and he's 10 years old. Um, but he's not a prodigy because he doesn't specialize in one specific domain. But that's just like technical terms for psychology. But... His parents are doctors, they're smart, but in no way did they excel like he did. So yes, your child can be smarter than, if your parents are dumb, the child can still be very smart. But yes, genetics is what we, I say in the show, is that's basically the upper limit. It, it determines your genetic makeup, determines how quickly and how much, well, no, how quickly you can learn, essentially. That's gnarly. 
and uh, in that, is there a difference between prodigy and genius as far as like prodigies learning a trait and then geniuses changing the game of that trait? Is wait, did you listen to this episode? Did you listen to my episode? How do you know about this? I stole it. <laughs> I um, I but no, the interesting thing is, I've been reaching, uh, talking lately. Is um, I just I've got a couple of psychologists, famous psychologists that are coming on. One's Ellen Winter, and she came up with the term "rage to master," and it's just about how um, prodigies just have this inherent desire to learn what they're good at, so they just are very, very passionate about it. It's hard to stop them. Their brain's racing unless they're studying it. Um, and then David Hambrick, who essentially sort of disproved the 10,000-hour theory. So it's, it's really a combination of both, but they're just trying to figure out exactly how much is genetics and how much is practice, like learned. So, is there so it's learned versus inherent. A but yes, you can... You can give your child a head start and you can get them into stuff if you at a very young age start them because the idea is that um if you start them really early with like good coaching they won't learn all the bad habits that are very difficult to unlearn later so yes you can give them a head start you can get them into a field but you if you coerce them they're gonna likely rebel against it you have to generate interest and the question is how do you get them interested how do you keep them interested so let's say you want your kid to learn um, podcasting, right? Um, I guess as an example, you would first off be very, very, very enthusiastic about it for yourself and they'll sort of feed off of that. And then also you would want to like create a game, games out of things when it comes to competitions and whatnot. So like Laszlo and the chess thing, when instead of teaching them just straight up chess and making them compete. He, he taught them pawn wars. So they would have like, it's a smaller type of game, you know, like for Tiger Woods or something, his father would, you know, have him do putting challenges and stuff like that. But yeah, so you can get your child ahead with early education, but you know, it's not always the best idea. I think it's way better just to introduce them to a wide range of subjects. In fact, Magnus Carlsen, he didn't special, he didn't start learning chess until later on. And he's like the greatest chess player ever now. So don't take the Joe Jackson route and beat the shit out of your kid like uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, do not do not coerce them. It does not work. They will just resent it. That makes sense. <laughs> that does make sense because uh, I did recently discover that Michael Jackson was comes from like such an abused childhood, and our our little one. Uh, the seven-year-old turns out is now fairly obsessed with Michael Jackson and wants to learn how to do the moonwalk and she loves to watch the lean. And it's hard to coach someone to do something to that scale. And I would, I would love to teach that little one to do more things, but she doesn't have that drive you have to have a love for it and she just doesn't have the attention span for it so i i love to show her and introduce her to new things and then she just doesn't want to go past watching a couple of videos and mess around and then turn it into a cartwheel that's it's super frustrating which we only get about 15 minutes of their attention max so if you do want to introduce them to something you have to do it like in intervals you know like a little bit here, then a couple of days later, do it, you know, slowly. Oh, well, that, that makes sense. And you have to make it a game. It has to be a game. It has to be a challenge. It has to be play because, yeah, play is like all kids. Well, one of the main things they're very interested in. All right. They don't understand the concept of this will pay off later. Mm. Ain't that the truth? Mm -hmm. I mean, I barely do. So, so frustrating to have a child constantly asking to do something. And then 15 minutes in, she starts <laughs> talking about her friend and her, oh, Haley wanted to do long. this. God. It's like four minutes, <laughs> literally like four minutes. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. 
If you can find, if you, I mean, eventually you should be able to figure out something that she's interested in, you know, and you guys are great parents, I'm sure, you know, so my suggestion is just support her and whatever she does get interested in, you know? Well, co-parenting makes that kind of a bitch. <laughs> Moving on from that. Yep. I, I really have thought, I want to create a fucking prodigy. Uh, let's do it. Let's make the next Kobe that doesn't die in a helicopter crash. But why? T's and P's. Why? Why not? Like, Cole brought up the kid that graduated college at 10 years old, so that's technically a genius. But, like, why would you want to do that to your kid? Like, graduating college at 10, like, sure, that's a huge achievement. But on the same token, like, think of all the things that that kid missed out on in life. Like, all the normal stepping stones in life that he just skipped. Well, the genius, I didn't say that, or the prodigy. And I do think there's a difference in creating a prodigy and teaching them with love versus teaching with hate. Forcing them to do it and then finding something they love and make, like easing them into it and promoting it and finding ways to make them succeed versus you're going to be the best motherfucking golfer because I said you're going to be the best golfer. Like, that's where... <laughs> It's basically impossible to force it. You know what I'm saying? It's just not possible. So, yeah, you know, but I'm not good at anything. You can though. force them and they'll they'll probably get decent at it. Um, but I wouldn't suggest it. But yeah, no, a genius, I guess, according to the psychological term is technically an adult who transforms the field like Einstein, but I consider anybody a genius who's like, you know, over, I don't know, 135, 100 IQ or whatever. Just fucking missed it. Oh, did you? I took it in sociology. My IQ test was 132. And I still feel like- Let me tell you something, man. Unless your working memory is garbage, if your IQ was 132, you'd be um, a genius, basically. 132 is insanely high. I also suffer from a lack of motivation. (laughs) It could be ADHD. It's an obsession. Yeah, I have an obsession with research, but not- completion of it. So I get the basic fundamentals and then it's like, next, next. I want to do this next. I have a, I, I, I really struggle with completing excellence at a, sub, a subject, but I'd love to know a little bit about everything, like a jack of all trades scenario. It's a real problem. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, yeah, you gotta, that's where deliberate practice, I feel like, comes in. You have to, like, for, it's discipline. You have to force yourself to continue where, when it's not as rewarding, you know? Well, I feel like you don't, nobody does anything. And that, I think that comes into why the kid has to enjoy it. They have to really like it because nobody does anything well that they hate doing. So it doesn't matter how much you practice something. You can become, you know, like, I'm a, I like to think I'm a good nurse. Do I love it every day? No. <laughs> So, I mean, do you give 100% every single day to something that you don't love, love, love? No. So, I mean. Especially when you're young. Especially when you're young, you know. So, the older you get, you force yourself to give the effort that you have to give to do what you have to do. But not a five-year-old. They're they're looking for next, you know, snack time recess. They're not about that. Yeah, and this uh, this this kid that I interviewed the other day, uh, he was 10 years old, Lawrence Simons. Um, he's entering his PhD program now in electrical engineering. I People on Reddit were, I was like, when I was researching him, they were like, I, his parents forced him to do this. Like, you know, he's going to end up all messed up. His parents are so bad, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I asked them about it and um, they were like, you know, we just let him choose what he wants to do. And, you know, he wants to do this. But, you know, I, I don't understand it. I, I mean, when I was that age, I never like had this insane desire to, I don't know, do all that I work. Mean, but he, he, he doesn't enjoy language. He doesn't enjoy, he only enjoys science and uh, yeah, some medical stuff. He wants to create artificial organs, but he's able to do the stuff he doesn't enjoy, I guess. So, so that he can focus on the stuff he does sure. enjoy. So do you have kids, Lowell? No, I'm, I don't have kids. I'm single. I mean, I'm dating, but um, I have two dogs, so. Okay. Well, fur babies are fur babies. I mean, I only asked that because I was just going to say, like, for the people saying that kid has terrible parents, like, anybody with children has to know, like, especially with this COVID business, getting our child to do an hour and a half 
of online learning every day was a joke. So to say that you could force the kid to get to that point at 10 years old is like the funniest thing I've ever heard because there's no way that you could get a child to to focus like that and to spend the time that it would take for him to be on his PhD at 10 years old. So he had he had to be super interested in those things and taking an interest on his own and they were just fostering those things. Like I don't believe that you can force that. We can't get our kid to pay attention for more than seven minutes at a time. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I feel like we might accidentally create a prodigy because I have a desire to work more with our next child in a way that I wasn't able to with this one. And I having a kid 100% of the time versus 50% of the time, I think is just trends and habits are way easier to create. And, you know, there's not a break. What uh, domain would you have your child be a prodigy in? Ooh. Well, whatever, whatever sparks their interest, but like whatever he shows an early interest in, I will then learn to be better. What at. if he wants to be a dancer? Then I will. Yeah, I was gonna say, I or, will, or I want to be an astronaut. <laughs> I will hit him in the face with that intercontinental championship until he changes his mind. No, I got. I mean, if I can't help him through that, so like I can't create a prodigy <laughs> by something that I can't push towards. What if he towards, wants to be a which, fashion designer? Who's going to push him towards it and who's going to... There's a there's a training aspect involved. I got a good one. You should f- train them in programming. There you go. Create what? a programming prodigy. Right. 10110011001. He's going to write uh, the code out of sh- fucking something and he's going to make it so... <laughs> I worked with the kid. I don't know if he we was... Don't write, we don't write in binary anymore. Come on. I, I don't know if he was actually super good at it but i do know he had he created a website called megashare he is wait seriously yeah megashare his name his name's rourke he's super weird so he's like in overweight glasses wearing sheldon super awkward he it's oh it's gone now i think but yeah uh, there was a yeah, he he had. He, I think they hosted like illegal movies and stuff. Correct. I feel like. But those movies, he found a way. So he so he described to me, the movie say in standard def would be like 120 megabytes. He also found a way to make that 120 megabytes broken down into 15 megabytes. So at a slow internet speed, it wouldn't <laughs> create a problem. I don't know. If any of it That's, is uh, reminds me of Silicon Valley, Middle Out. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, with a, you ever see that show? Yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> they figure out how to compress it better. <laughs> That's what he described to me. I never had a problem downloading those movies, but that was... He bro- he probably broke it up into smaller chunks or something. Didn't have a problem playing them. He could be totally full of shit because he's kind of like an unemployed... No, share is a thing. There, I Googled it. It's all over. There's new... Well, it, it, it shit got shit done a long time ago, I feel like. Someone might have busted his ass down. Which is why he's working. I mean, like, well, this is like six years ago, right? Yeah, that's what when I was working at the Brook. Yeah. What's the what's what's that place on Forty One off Jacaranda? Right after Jacaranda and Forty One. Oh, um, the four buildings or two buildings. The towers, the gardens, the gardens. Nope, that one's. You want to do the uh, meme pick pick three thing? So, let's let's make this a little more fun and argumentative because uh, this has been pretty relaxed, and I want to argue with the wife as I typically do, and let you guys let you guys hear it. You want to tell people and how wrong you are? <laughs> shit, I am so fucking on point. I am pretty much. His opinion because can be wrong. People, You're not married. Obviously. <laughs> All right. 
so the first of the pick three. Wait, this game is opinion based game. How can people be wrong? Correct, baby doll is pick three. Yeah, right. No, totally. The standard sweet sour candies. Warheads, Sour Patch, Lifesavers, Nerds, Fun Dip, Mike and Ike Starburst, Sweet Tarts, Jolly Rancher, and Skittles. Ten choices. Pick three. Do you know what you would like? Because personally, and I didn't, I, I forgot for many years how much I enjoyed them. Mike and Ike, Sour Patch Kids, Starburst. So... I mostly agree. Mike and Ike, Starburst, but I would say Skittles instead of Sour Patch. Bitch, I have never mm. seen you eat Skittles, <laughs> but you have eaten the shit out of my I Sour Patch Skittles kids. I all the time, but Sour Patch kids will like rot the inside of your mouth. Like they will wear away the lining of your tongue. And like I could live without that in life. Didn't stop you from eating all my goddamn blues. That's, but I could never eat all the blues and the reds in one sitting because my tongue would be gone. Lol, what say you? Because like this has already turned into a horse shit lie. All right, I can't believe neither of y'all said fun dip because that was my that was my favorite back in the it day. It was a good childhood. Eight and nine year old Mike yeah. would have picked fun Just dip. Just like Warheads, like nine year old Nicole really liked Warheads, but they also will eat away the roof of your mouth. And tongue. <laughs> I would like suck Captain a warhead. Crunch. So yeah, bad. I would. So I would suck a warhead to like my why tongue. Why is blood. Captain Crunch almost like fiberglass in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a Fun Dip Starburst Skittles. When you eat Fun Dip, do you do the like the way you're supposed to, like lick the, the stick and dip it? Yeah, until I eventually eat the stick and then just dump the sugar into my mouth. I would do that. Or like I used three to. I don't in. do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like three licks into a fun dip. I'm just eating the sour. <laughs> it's like a sweet tart, and then that's and, because uh, like uh, beer, you're a guzzler. So like with your candy, like you can't even make your stick yeah, last. Right. You're just chomping it mm. down. I right. will lick enjoyer. that stick until my dip is gone. I nibble <laughs> it. There she goes. <laughs> he doesn't guzzle my stick. <laughs> <laughs> did something to get in this predicament I'm in. <laughs> Wasn't your mouth. <laughs> All right. So number two, Twinkies. Uh, it's Ho-Ho's, but now they call them Swiss cake rolls, cosmic brownie, oatmeal cream pie, uh, zebra cake, star crunch, the, uh, the cupcake, cupcake, the hostess cupcake. Um, I'm impressed you know all the names for all of these. Uh, like <laughs> Cinnamon roll and a nutty bar. Wait, that's uh, a honey nut, yeah, bun. Nutter, nutter butter, nut, nutty bar? No, no, it's a nutty bar. Is number eight a honey bun or a cinnamon roll? Because that looks like a honey bun to me. It's a honey bun. That's a honey <laughs> bun. Like, uh, <laughs> you're impressed by me and I got, I'm getting corrected by the I peanut gallery. I had a vending machine for a lot of years in my life. <laughs> I had people mm. that would, they would have the honey roll and they would dip it in milk no. every bite. Ooh, that actually sounds pretty good. It's refreshing that way. So I went first last time. Lowell. Okay, I'm going to go with... Um, I, don't, I feel like I didn't have that white zebra oh cake looking God. thing very much, but that's really good. And then honey bun for sure. And a nutter butter or nutty, nutty buddy or whatever it's called. Yeah, nutty buddy is the ice cream thing, right? Yeah, so that's like a nutter, nutter butter or something. It's got wafer in it. It's like a... Almost like a ginormous Kit Kat. Yeah. That. It's delicious. Honey buns. Oh, man. Those are good. When I, when I hear Nutty Bar, all I can think the of Nutty is professor. the... No. No. <laughs> the clumps? No. I think I think of the peanut-shaped Nutty Butter. The Nutter Butter. With a, oh, the cookie. The, yeah. The peanut butter. Oh my god, I love those so much. Those are never those aren't on any I list, but they father. should be. I don't eat them. I just crave them. <laughs> I just never have them. What what did you pick? Oh, I would easily pick Swiss roll zebra cake nutty bar. They're all in the crisper right now in the garage. Two five nine. <laughs> What's a crisper? 
in their fridge, uh, you know, like the drawer in your fridge. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a just above freezing. Is that uh, what you Yankees call a refrigerator? <laughs> no, it's in the no. So there's the refrigerator, and then there's a specialized section, like the which removes more the humidity. drawers in your refrigerator. Uh, what do you uh, call the drawers? Them? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's just the drawer so, in the fridge. It's not the crisper everywhere. I um, well, I don't know. I don't even know there's a name for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's written in black, <laughs> 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 like an egg. You know? Oh, you know what? New fridges don't have. There's no egg designator. When I was a kid, there was literally a spot you take it out of the carton and put it in the egg spot and your fridge yeah, doors. That ship's sailed. Yeah, you Gone. don't even have to refrigerate eggs in other countries, certain countries, right? Because we correct. There's something different, right? Yeah, okay. That's we have we have a process where we dip them in several different types of bleach to remove all of the protectant off of the shell. So in Europe, eggs do not have to be uh, stored in a cold area. Which is why we like bugs. Mm-hmm. Best eggs. Anyway, you guys want yours? I'm picking a fucking Twinkie. I know I know the wife hates them because they, they're greasy on the wrapper. I love a Twinkie. It's not because it's greasy in the wrapper. It's greasy in your mouth. <laughs> I love it. So it's the cream. I love a good, thick, white cream mm. in my mouth. So oh, yeah, like you? a cream-filled donut. No. Ooh. Ooh, don't get me started on a custard. I love me a custard. <laughs> A big, thick, white cream I love it so much. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, God. And then, and then uh, I'm stuck between the Cosmic Brownie and the Star Crunch, which you've never seen me eat the Star Crunch. I ate probably 500 in a couple of years. I'm going to go Twinkie, number one. Hostess Cupcake, number two, is uh, which is number seven. And a Cosmic Brownie, which is number three. I eat the Nutty Bar because they're always in the fridge. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a one three seven Twinkie Cosmic Brownie. That dry ass cupcake, it's so dry. Uh, first off, it has the same oil on it as the Twinkie, <laughs> and it has the same white filling. One's vanilla, one's chocolate. Good for her. She sneaks out at like middle of the night and just gets like a zebra cake or a Twinkie. And scurries back to her room like a raccoon know, in a yeah. trash can. I don't know if she loves them or if it's because she's like 10 days from graduating. But she ate like seven of the 10 Twinkies in the box. And it'll be in like two days. Like she could legit just live off. She really, zebra. There is a set thing called a zebra roll. It looks like a Swiss roll, but it's a zebra cake. Right. It's a combination of two and five. So they're more delicious that way. And she could probably eat five of those. Over the course of a day, mm-hmm. easily. She eats two at a clip if she knows that mm. she wants a second one. And they're so sweet. I couldn't do it. Although when I when I want a Twinkie, I will open up the Twinkie and I will deep throat a Twinkie <laughs> and then grab a second one to enjoy when I sit down. I eat it at the fridge. <laughs> when you eat those sweets, do you keep them in the fridge? Or do you keep them in the, like, the package, like in the pantry? Well, some stuff is better cold in my opinion you know like a, i like a cold kit kat and stuff like that Kit Kat, man that wasn't even on the, the pick three i love a kit kat so much i think it's one of the most underrated candy bars on the planet a, Oof, i think it's i, I like the white chocolate ones too it's the crunch it's the wafer the wafer sells me i have to say my most underrated candy bar would be the butterfinger crisp it's kind of mm. kit catty but it has butterfinger cream in it and it doesn't stick to your teeth like a butterfinger I hate to tell you, but I'm I'm like 80% sure it's mostly discontinued. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I'm not a huge candy bar person, but that is really good. Like, because a Butterfinger's delicious, but it sticks in your teeth. It sticks in your teeth. It causes pain almost. (laughs) Like, you bite it and you're eating it. You're just like, oh my God. (laughs) It sticks in there. And then, like, when you eat steak later on that day, (laughs) you get Butterfinger with your steak. It's gross. (laughs) 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 All right. Number three. Chim, chim, chim. Sorry. I don't use my sound effects enough, and I, I I love that sound so fucking much. You guys want to start? I have to use the restroom. Have, have at it. So, oh, 3352. So, the next one is uh, as... We're, oh, you just turned 30. You're on the wrong side of life. I'm going to have to trade you in for a newer model here 
real fucking quick. Good fucking luck. You're older than I am. Yeah, but men age better in this part. Um, we're we're at a point where there's slim pickings. We're in Inglewood. Mm, <laughs> we don't talk about where we're from. Sorry. <laughs> But we are in a spot. We're in Southern Florida, we'll say, and you can edit the location out. I'll tell you, the pickings are slim for you unless you want to adopt four kids. (laughs) And deal with a drug (laughs) issue. And four prior baby daddies. Whether it's it's drugs or incarceration. So you're my only baby daddy and I'm 30. I'm well accomplished for this area. You're in the higher spectrum. (laughs) And I don't need you to pay my bills. So... Although there's a, uh, there, there's another one to discuss. My beer is running on empty. I need to refill the beer real quick. So, wife, I'm not going to ask you which, to get uh, that. Which meme, which meme are we on? Oh, we're still on three. Oh, wait. I, uh, I'm going to refill mine. Throw a shout out to a company that I've been working with. Who hasn't paid me anything, but with uh, COVID-19 and everyone trying to protect themselves, the uh, AD Concepts, they've been just fucking awesome. Hoping to get my uh, the logo for the podcast that Lowell helped create onto a mask. And hopefully promote in other ways versus social media. People will see it on the face mask. It's super comfortable. Now, my face mask is tie manually, but they uh, they just released an awesome ass one that has a uh, kind of a zip tie almost, a, a readjustable zip tie where you tighten it up on your the back of your head and you loosen it up as you need when you want to take it off. It's badass. And... They've been super supportive. They wanna they wanna come on the podcast and I intend on having them on real soon. Just because their communication's awesome. They're just trying to help everybody out. Wait, they make masks? They make masks. They make banners. So if anyone's trying to when you when you first start a podcast. Wait, custom masks? About, custom masks, custom banners, custom shirts. What's the what's the website? Their website is, uh, it's really just adconcepts.com. I've dealt mostly with the... Uh, Wait, AD? AD? Like is. AD, like the number, or like AD, the letters? AD, and it's it's a hyphen, actually. So say how I type it. So good. Literally, it's conceptsad.com. They, uh, they're fucking awesome. I don't, I don't, I, I, I first found them on the Pat McAfee show. And I saw that they were, their specialty was creating custom face masks. So I had saw their first, uh, their, their, their first release, which I'm guessing when I discovered them, they had just gotten into the face mask game. So, like, when you click their face covers, there was, when I first clicked them, there was probably 12, and then the custom one was the McAfee and Hawk Sports Talk Show. And I was like, well, you guys are talking about face masks. Why do you not have something based on nursing? Nurses are the ones wearing the most face masks. Maybe something to promote them rather than just camo and police and yeah everything. they do have like, a lot of camo ones, ones don't they yeah i was like we're the we're the front line so oh they have a I uh, talked about a, a, a george floyd one mini minneapolis strong fluid yeah so the, and like that one came out on friday and when i uh, retweeted them and they didn't have a nursing one until i talked to one of their designers about it and they sent me a few designs and the most unisex one was the one that I ended up getting was the baby blue one with the red cross because we came, we, we disagreed on the nursing symbol because the army 
way back when fucked up what nursing symbol was. The Odysseus symbol. The twin-headed snake versus the single-headed snake. And it's all Greek mythology stuff, which the army fucked up from the get-go. So uh, I retweeted him a couple days ago and we talked about putting the logo for the on, the on-call pod on there and uh, an email sent. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping they reach out and we can get it printed up and we can share some out with other people and yeah. everyone can be safe and covered and social distance and wear a on-call pod mask. Yeah. What other um, subjects do we have to discuss tonight? Oh, we're not done with the pick three. I just wanted to throw them a shout out just because they were just, they've been awesome. Uh, Another one that I've, ooh, as far as pick three goes, we're home health nurses and we eat a lot of fast food. So one thing I really want to cover was fast food favorites. Okay. There's a couple, there's a couple regionalized. So like in and out, we don't even have an in and out, mm-hmm. but say McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Hardee's, Culver's, Five Guys, Whataburger, and Sonic. Yeah. I've never even heard of Culver's. Oh my God. It hasn't mm-hmm. reached Georgia yet, huh? Nope. So the reason that we have Culver's is because the one that I brought you that one of our first dates, my hometown, same owner, opened that one up. That's crazy, right? It's weird. My hometown Culver's <laughs> opened one up in Sarasota. So. Because all you guys come down here. I swear, like, every week I admit somebody, they're like, oh, we're from Illinois. Like, where you're from. That's why there's a Culver's here, and that's why, there's, that's why there's a Culver's popping up in every fucking corner now down here. I just wish the cheese curds tasted as good as they do up north. They're clearly frozen. That's a sad. I just want to say that my burgers are better curd. than all these burgers combined. What a burger? No. Yeah. What? No. My burgers. You, uh, you got to do ground short rib. It's the way to go. Oh, that would be good. I'm sure that would be very tasty. And then you well, smoke them for you. That's, <laughs> that's not on the fucking list, buddy. My burgers. But if you're driving around all day and you're hungry. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all about the convenience, right? Okay. For me, it's Wendy's, um, Five Guys, and Hardee's. Mm. Hardee's. The, the, the $6 burger, whatever. What was that one, the famous one they had forever? Yeah, it wasn't like a nine dollar burger or something. I feel like it was more expensive. Uh, than yeah, $6. it was something expensive, but man, it was good. It was like a maxed out burger. It was legit. It was a pound of food on that. Burger. No way. Oh my god, it was good. No, because even a half Hardly. pound's like too much. When I do that, oh man, my ex used to get mad because my burgers were too fat. Well, I mean, that counts condiments, bun, lettuce, uh, onion, uh, like uh, all. Uh, that. Uh, uh. You need like a meat to bun ratio, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't choose Sonic for that reason. They have like paper thin burgers. They're kind of dry. You love my smash burgers. Ooh, you smash burgers? Like, oh, bro. Once really I learned good. how to make a smash burger, everything else was out the window. I don't buy pre-made burgers. I don't buy lean beef. I buy high fat and smash the shit out of them and cover myself with oil. The Ruin trick, my clothes to make... The, the key to a good burger, number one, well, there's two, but high fat content, gotta have a lot of fat, otherwise it's just gonna be really dry and it's not mm-hmm. gonna stick together. Number two, the thing that really brought my burgers to the next level is when I started grinding my own beef because I had a burger and I was like, I can't make, even no matter what ground beef I get, the Kobe or whatever, any of that stuff, it never tastes as good. But when you grind it yourself, oh man, makes... Takes it to the next level. How the fuck do you grind your own beef? You I have like a kitchen. I have a kitchen aid, and uh, there's a Is meat like grinder a attachment. One? No, no, no. Yeah. It's like a, oh. it's automatic. You put it on the thing on the head of the kitchen aid. We have one. Not the meat grinder attachment. I was but. gonna say you let me buy the shit beef and try to make you guys a smash burger, man. Oh yeah, and all you get is the you get just chuck, uh, and then I like to get bacon and grind it in there for the extra fat content. 
But uh, if you could just do short rib directly, that's got more fat in it. So short rib is the way to go for a burger. Brisket's good too. I am now impressed by I your like cooking brisket. prowess. Well, you can get a meat grinder attachment for your KitchenAid for like, uh, I feel like it's not very expensive, like 30 or 40 bucks or something. No, yeah, they're pretty reasonable. Comparatively to the price of the KitchenAid mixer now. But that thing is like... Lifesaver. It's such a good mixer and there's so many different attachments. You know, yeah, I want to get the pasta. Like, yeah, I want to get the pasta one them. for sure. I would like to make my own pasta. I mean, what's not to like about fresh pasta? So much better than... I that. know, it's got to be next level. Good. You've been to Italy? I have, yes. Gotta be that good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, it's gotta be close. Like, you know they're making fresh pasta. I went to an Italian club in Rockford, Illinois <laughs> once. Uh, all right, so... Pasta fazul. Two more. Mozzarella. I'm actually Italian, Sorry, so... You... I'm allowed to make fun oh. of Italians. <laughs> uh, what do you got, babe? What's your three? You know, it's kind of hard because we don't have all these here. So currently, even though I don't really care for McDonald's food that much because they don't have snack wraps because of this COVID business, I do have a sweet tea every day. So I feel like I have to say McDonald's. And Culver's for sure because it's super fresh. Every time they bring me my food, I burn my mouth on the oil. <laughs> I like that. And do you guys have Five Guys? I'm sure you do over there, right? Oh, we yeah. We have Five Guys. Five Guys makes a good burger, but it's not convenient because you have to go in. It's a long yeah. wait. Yeah. And it's a long wait. So for convenience factor, I would rule out Five Guys probably. But Wendy's. Wendy's is also. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. Don't they have the food scientists that like figure out the exact combination of like fat and salt to make it like most addicting? Which is- I- I think, I think that's, that's why they. True. I think that's why they made square patties. Fit the most amount of burger on there, right? Because the coverage. So Wendy's, you know, I don't care for their burger that much, but that's because I'm, I'm kind of a burger snob. I love a double stack, like for convenience. Oh, it's hard to beat there. I'm just kind of a burger snob. Like I would rather have a good burger. I'd rather eat chicken at a fast food restaurant than be disappointed by a shitty burger. So like, you know, so I always get a spicy chicken sandwich. Their chili is pretty good for fast food. I like their chili. It's good. I'm surprised Checkers wasn't on that list. I'm a little sad. Well, Checkers is garbage. It, Checkers french fries are the fucking shit. Ooh, let's do the TV show one. Hold on, let me pick mine. Sorry. Oh, did you not go? I'm too excited. I'm sorry. No. My ADHD. I apologize. Lowell, when you come down, I'm taking your Culver's, and you might change up your list. And then really I, will, I will also then make my own burger for you there. For you and all your guests, so I can wow them. I ha- I have a four foot long griddle ready to Ooh, roll. That's- oh, I was gonna say you got a griddle. That's what you're doing your smashes on. Yeah, yeah. and for do you sure. start them off in a I'd ball? I've never done a smash. I mean, I've like pushed the patty down, but you do you start it off in a ball and then smash it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a super loosely compiled like so. Like you grab the beef and then you just you roll it. You don't even apply pressure. It's just to shave off some edges and then. All of the edges, crispiness at the end. Mm, so, I love crispy, uh, man. I feel sad. Burger King. I love a Whopper. It's Burger King's on my list. Culver's and McDonald's because their buttermilk crispy chicken sandwich. There is no better fast food fried chicken sandwich, I think, for me than McDonald's. Culver's. The fries, man. I could start talking about, if I, we could have a whole separate conversation about fries, but let's not. It's so true. You're right. Culver's might be better, but I don't. I don't get to experience it enough to even have a. I, we we have different route. Different routes of work. So I work my day around where I'm eating lunch. Never mind. <laughs> Culver's, Burger King, McDonald's. I'm switching it up because Five Guys. It's a long wait. You you have to stand in a line and wait restaurant times. Wait, are we we're ca- factoring in everything, not just quali- quality of burger? Oh. Well, convenience does kind of fit in for me. And Culver's is not fast food. It is good food fucking fast. Gourmet. Gourmet speedy. It's so fucking Cuisine. good. You know, Culver's, you, you win. And then you talked about uh, uh, next one. You said TV shows? Yes. Sadly, one of my favorites, Nicole Hates. Kick it and, off. Uh, well, let, I'll, I'll go first. So uh, it's Arrested Development, number one. Nice. Brooklyn Nine-Nine Two. Community nice. Three. Um, Wait, we're only doing three. Uh, the, 
No, 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 no. I'm, 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 uh, for the people that oh, aren't oh, sorry, here sorry, sorry, and can't gotcha. see it. Four is the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Five is The Good Place. Six, The Office. Seven, Parks and Rec. Eight, Scrubs. Nine, Veep. Me as the, uh, the leader of everything. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. One of my favorite shows here. I fucking love that show. I love Jake Peralta. Rosa. It's a great show. I'm picking Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The Office. And Scrubs. <laughs> it's a win. And Lowell, you're next. Um, did you know I actually uh, know Andy Samberg? Like, in, in real life. Wait. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Oh, All right. man. Okay. You, I just almost got, I almost got like an excited boner. <laughs> That's easy for me. It's going to be The Office, number one, hands down. Um, number two is going to be community. It's recently on Netflix. Great. And then number three, definitely Kirby enthusiasm. Larry David. Oh yeah. He is brilliant. I'll give oh, him that. He's fantastic. Oh, uh, I was a big sign. We talked about Seinfeld before, but yeah, Seinfeld fan, yep. Kirby enthusiasm fan. I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm as petty as he is almost, almost not quite, but I'm, that's, I'm that kind of passive aggressive. Yeah, I'm on that Small level. things just drive me bonkers like that. So yeah. All right. Let's hear, uh, Let's hear from Nicole. Come on, wifey. I haven't seen half these shows because I fall asleep. That's oh, true. that's you a classic, classic girlfriend slash wife, wife thing. Yeah, fall asleep. I, I mean, Scrubs is really the only show that I've have any Wait, investment in. What was in it? This whole Scrubs. List. Okay, Scrubs, Scrubs for sure. I've seen it three times over. But like Mike puts The Office on, I don't really get The Office. It's like a love hate thing for people. I don't really. I don't know. I don't it's hate not it. a love. It's is, a love. Is, love. Is, is divorce on the table, or um, is it you guys like super? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh man, no, I know. I understand. Some I mean, people, I can't take how I feel like awkward. Um, Steve Carell sometimes is in that show. For me, I love it, but other people have heard that complaint. I think that's the first season thing. I like Steve Carell. Oh, what the hell? Like, and I mean, I do like Steve Carell. I mean, well, one day you'll get into the office, and you have a whole nine seasons of content ahead of you. I'm jealous. Like Scrubs. I know one day I'll start watching Scrubs and I'll I'll get super into it and I'll love it. It's true. Like it's glorious Scrubs. when you find a new show that has nine seasons. Oh yeah. Like actually I want to mention Veep because um, I've never seen Veep and I've only heard excellent things about it. I know as soon as I watch it, I'll probably love it. I've seen the other I've shows. I've never seen Veep. But I've heard you great things about Veep. Veep, it really picks up after episode seven or eight. But it's, I mean, it's, you will love it, Lowell. Nicole won't. It's that awkward cringe. Yeah, I like that. Mockery. So, like, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is fucking hilarious in that show. And the way that she cuts down other people is hilarious in the same way that the awkwardness of The Office. Yeah, I like it. Oh, um, Parks and Rec's good. Theory I, on there, you'd I, put it on there. I think I stopped watching right before they, um, you know how they like transition into like into the future a bit, right? In Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have to because uh, Chris Pratt becomes so fucking uh, hilarious right. yeah. in it. They have to include him more. So they have to advance it like uh, like several months. Is it, he's doing a so Johnny Karate do- thing or something. No, like it's it, like they skip it into the future. They have like holograms and stuff in the show. Like, right? Like the, the, the biggest reason they had to advance is because he had a breakup with a girl on the show and it was with Rashida Jones, but they had to separate them and make it so he was not heartbroken and funny the whole way through. Oh yeah. Rashida Jones in and the office does. too, right? Karen. He, yeah, that's right. Karen, fucking Karen. She, he was so good in that show. I can't even get over it. Who, Andy? Uh, no, uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, oh is yeah. Is he Andy in the show? Is yeah, that his yeah, name yeah, the Andy. Show? Yeah. He's yeah, and he was a nobody in the beginning, right? He starts out with his like broken leg. He's Rashida Jones. He's dating. Yeah, right. He fell in the hole. <laughs> he's. I was looking up your symptoms, and it says that you might have network connectivity problems. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so there's a couple. Like I want to talk about the sports pick meme, but you're not like me and Lowell are in that. You don't watch sports movies, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I can do that. Nineties snacks. Dunkaroos, Go-Gurt, Milk Nips, Gushers, Roll-Ups, 
Lunchables. Fun dips on there again. Warheads and Ring Pops. Did you not get that one, Lol? No, I got it. Warheads was on the other one and Fun Dip. So is it all Lunchables or just the cheesy pizza Lunchables? All Lunchables. Okay, well, that's easy, I feel like. Is it easy? Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos, yeah. And probably fruit roll ups, honestly. Fuck a fruit roll up. Fuck a fruit roll up. No, you gotta you gotta uh, ma- like mush it into a ball and eat it all at once. Oh, that's yeah, fruit roll up. Yeah, yeah, that's when you do it, right? Yeah. Oh, and delicious. fruit by the foot. Fruit by the foot and gushers. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even like fruit roll ups. I like oh, fruit by the foot. I like fruit roll up. I mean, I prefer fruit by the foot, but like, you know, gushers, eh, I don't know. Mm, Fun dips and warheads. I, I would rather have something substantial than candy, ring pops, or yeah. table. I prefer Those- savory than sweet. So this, these conversations are lost on me. I mean, really, I just wanted to talk about because Dunkaroos and they're back. I know. I haven't gotten That's any. Your yet. local 7 Eleven. Let's talk sports movies. I'm bored. I don't like talking about food. That's fair. Wait, wait. Do we do everyone? That's what she uh, said. I mean, I didn't say album because really, I just wanted to introduce Dunkaroos. Uh, okay. I love a Lunchable. Let's talk, yeah, let's talk about Lunchables are great. The, I remember the you make like the little ham ham and cheese and um, uh, yeah. That processed round. I don't know why Dunkaroos is with the sweets though. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I just love Dunkaroos. <laughs> I just wanted to announce them again because they just came back last week. Truly back in their original form at 7-Elevens. Are you a regular Oreo guy or a double stuff Oreo guy? I'm a regular Oreo because I like the cookie more than the cream. Hmm. Weird. Weird. Oh, <laughs> no, I was kidding. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm, I'm, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. No, they have the, <laughs> no one I know picks. So sports movies then. That's yeah, let's fair. do the sports movies. So uh, Nicole can um, definitely love this one. All right. All right. I'm going to kick this one off you, then, you, I guess. You've, you've watched a few. Go one, go one through. Go one through nine. Go ahead. Introduce uh, okay, all nine. All right. all right. Number one is Friday Night Lights. Number two is Rudy. Number three is Coach Carter. Number four is Remember the Titans. Number five is The Blind Side. Number six, Space Jam. Number seven is Rocky. One. Number eight is Glory Road. And number nine is Miracle. And I feel like a few of these just don't even compare to some of the other ones. Like Miracle, Glory Road, Coach Carter. Like they don't hold up to the other ones in any sort of way. I've never even heard of them. They don't even deserve to be on this little... <laughs> For me, it's going to be You're definitely Rudy, Remember the Titans. Mm, now I'm trying to sort of... <sighs> this might be actually the most controversial one. I think I may go the blind side of a Rocky. Yeah, I mean, Rocky's great, but I don't know. That's my shoot. Those are my picks. Go ahead. I'm upset there's no, uh, they should be high school ones like Varsity Blues. Those should be on here. Yeah. And Major League and other ones. I've never seen Rudy. The Sandlot. Ooh, Major League. Rookie of the Year, Little Big League. Oh, Rookie of the Year. Chicago Cubs pitcher, baby. I mean, I liked the blind side. I'd say the blind side, Friday Night Lights, and, you know, Space Jam. (laughs) <laughs> Remember the Titans, though. That probably should be on there. Uh, Especially now, know. you know? Come on. So, so Lowell picked Rudy, and the only thing I can think about is one of Rudy's coaches at Notre Dame said he was the biggest asshole on the entire team. Oh, Rudy was? I have only heard, and I've heard from his former teammates, he was the biggest piece of shit. Who thought he was better than everybody. So I'm not picking Rudy. Because it's based on a true story. And everyone that was there said he was a fucking fuckstick. Why would they have kept him on the so, team if nobody liked him? Because he was a he was a already partial scholarship. No, 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 I'm looking it up. Go ahead. Is Rudy an asshole? Go ahead. Look it up. It's going to finish typing it for you. Uh, my number one, Space Jam. Just watched it this past week again for probably the 87th time. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. He's my favorite. I love Michael Jordan so fucking much. Uh, number one is Space Jam. Number two, 
remember the Titans. A, a young baby Hayden Penitieri, uh, Coach Boone leading the undefeated Titans to the state title. Poor Gary Pertier dying in his 1968 Camaro after being paralyzed for a long time. And my real struggle is between Friday Night Lights and Rocky, but without Rocky 1, there's no Rocky 3, which had Hulk Hogan. Rocky 4 with Drago. I'm going to have to go Rocky over Friday Night Lights just based on legacy. Because without 1, there's no 2, 3, 4, 5, or 6. All right, so I've, I've got some search results. Um, number one, Joe Montana said that Rudy was carried off as more of a joke and nobody was cheering his name. <laughs> also, this is a, a Reddit post, but uh, Rudy, this guy says, uh, Rudy, so then I learned Rudy was busted for a stock scam. And then somebody commented, he is also a jerk. He has a gym by where I live where most high school athletes go to work out for school and he doesn't have a nice bone in his body. And then somebody said, several of the players on the team don't have nice things to say about him either. And then somebody said, oh, really? Any links or examples? And nobody responded. So uh, that's not very confirmed. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, here we go. Esquire. Esquire. Rudy. Oh, wait. That's Rudy Giuliani. Never mind. All right. No uh, maybe I should see Rudy football. <laughs> maybe I should put football in there. Don't you worry. This doesn't seem confirmed, man. This could be a rumor. Maybe he's like really nice. I've heard... Several secondhand, nothing firsthand, secondhand experiences with how he was. That's oh, all. Oh, Daniel Rudy Rutliger. Rudy, Rudiger. All right. Mm-hmm. Daniel, what is Daniel Rudiger? All right. The wife, he's going to have to go um, and have the child put on pajamas. And then uh, shortly thereafter, shortly thereafter. Thank you, baby. Thanks for joining. I'm sorry your back hurts. It must be from carrying me financially. (laughs) Luckily, I'm charming. Enough. Rudy was an asshole. Still to this day. It sounds like a thing. Sounds like something. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little bit of tread. Oh, man. We've been going for almost an hour. We got to break this off soon. Sadly, yes, that's true. And no one's going to make oh it through a full episode even, of this. I didn't even touch my worst first date. Fuck. Hit that. Right. Wait, wait. I may have to stop. I don't know if it's going to cut me off in an hour. But uh, or go ahead. T- talk. To, let's talk about first date. All right. Oh, but no one's going to be listening at this late in the episode. You're right. Another episode. You want to do it and then throw it on the beginning or end of your of the first episode or the, that we did? Or do you want to save it for next time? I'll save it. I'll save it because okay. it's a good story and it, it does involve, it's a felony. So if you guys are, if anyone of the on-call podcasters are curious, it was, it, the, the story was meant to come through, but it didn't through these, uh, episode just know episode the next episode will feature the first story being my worst first date it involves cops it involves felonies it involves online dating oh why don't you say goodbye to our wonderful listeners this episode Um, for any of you guys that are actually still listening now, I really appreciate it. Um, and have a great night and, uh, you know, tweet us to tell us what we should talk about or what we're doing wrong, which I can't imagine is anything because we're, we're fabulous, but, uh, no, uh, yeah, it was a great, great episode and, uh, let's do it again very, very soon. I'm looking forward to the, uh, you said your friend, Mark, the cop is going to be on. And uh, I'm interested to hear what he has to say about the uh, current situation that's going on. All right. This has been uh, another brilliant episode of the On Call Podcast. Hit me up at oncallpod at gmail.com. Search me up at uh, oncallpod.com. Mike at oncallpod.com for email. You know what? Hit me up on Twitter at oncallpod or at Mike Meyer. Look him up on Grinder at On Call Pod. I uh, I can take it all. 
Every inch you got to offer, I will take it. No gag reflex. <laughs> Man, I gag when I'm brushing my molars. Yep. I have a I have a toothbrush that will get me going. <laughs> Nicole gets disappointed when she watches me brush my teeth. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great night. Great week. I'll talk to you guys next weekend. Hit me up. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com. 